Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. like 79 degrees or 75 degrees oh you're off it's gonna be 92 (laughs) (laughs) yeah the weather's been all over the place i'm like uh because yeah the last couple of days it's been like today i think it's supposed to be the last of like the 90s like it was 92 today and like over the week it was like 95 or 90 93 or something like that like early like the earlier in the week it was ridiculous i'm like is this fall like are we in fall yet it's like here it's nice enough outside. It's perfect outside at all times. Well, but when you live on the surface of the sun any kind of time. <laughs> but during the like the height of the day, it just gets stuffy in the house still. Hmm. And um yeah, my wife and I are kind I, of the same where we Huh? I was just gonna say, yeah, I kinda noticed that today too. I was walking around like it's a bit stuffy in here. Yeah, and my wife and I are also kind of the same where we don't want the windows to be open. Like at night, because I can't see outside, you know, so I don't know what's going on. So we'll like, um, we'll have the AC on for maybe an hour a day or hour or two. And then I usually just cut the fan on. Mm. Um, and then when they're not here, like during the week and it's just me, I'll open the windows and air the house. It doesn't bother, doesn't bother me during the day. Although I have to make sure I close the windows before like 2.30 or the retarded fucking children <laughs> in the neighborhood come. So there was the one time I told you that some kid looked right, right in my window. was like, six, seven, bro, do you play Fortnite? Like, I'm like, I swear I'm going to kill you. Like, <laughs> just. But now they did this thing that kids do now, thankfully not my kids, um, where they moan like in a sexual way. And, and it's in, in from an 11 or 12-year-old boy, it's awkward. So <laughs> I'm uh, – he did that, and um, I just kind of looked at him and was like, "What the fuck?" And then he just walked away, <laughs> and I'm like, I, "I don't want. I'm never opening this window again. I don't know what's going on." And it's and it was something I was explaining to my son, where you know we've moved into a better neighborhood. Okay, hmm. these people who are used to this kind of neighborhood, you can. It's the first time I've seen 
what people tend to call privilege. Oh, yeah. Because these people walk around like nothing touches them. And nothing does, for the most part. They can run their mouth. They can, The kids are out here doing stupid shit. If When I was a kid in the neighborhoods I grew up in, if I moaned into somebody's window, someone's coming outside to whoop my fucking ass. <laughs> and I'm like, ugh, this is gross. Like, um, I w- I, today, actually, I was walking my dog. And this is crazy. So I'm walking my dog and the, um, the dog's taking a shit. And of course, we're far away from where the bags are and I don't have one. So I'm like, shit, I got to go to the bag. So as soon as my dog is done, this lady that had been standing by her car goes, you going to pick that up? And I go, I look at her and I go, no. And I walk (laughs) away. Now I'm walking to go get a bag. Right. So I go around the corner. I get the bag. I come back and she's on the phone. I don't know, but it's Sunday. So I don't know. Who, they're not answering. Her. She goes, I was calling the office. I'm like, that's cool. And she goes, and she sees me picking it up. And I, and she goes, well, you said you weren't going to pick it up. I'm like, uh-huh. She goes, well, you lied to me. I go, uh-huh. <laughs> and she's like, why didn't you just? And I said, because shut the fuck up. I literally, I just told her to shut the fuck up. She goes, excuse me. I said, shut the fuck up. She goes, I'm just going to call the police. And I go, for what? Being told to shut up? Yeah. That's not against the law. I said, go in the house. And she just walked away all pissed off. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then the rain is like, my wife goes, is she going to call the cop? I'm like, the cops would tell her to fuck off. Yeah, the they cops, tell her to shut the fuck up. Yeah, like, There's no crime. What are we going to do? If I said, what, do you if want, I said what, sh- what are they supposed to do? If I said, shut the fuck up or else. Yeah. Then we're talking about a crime. But I didn't say that. I just told her to shut the fuck up. And my wife's like, why are you having problems with people outside? I'm like, I don't know. My wife keeps mouthing off. Like, this neighborhood's weird. Like, people like to give snobby looks a lot. A lot of the times, like, I was I was outside in, with Harley. And um, she was talking to me. You know, just whatever. And these people walked by and they kind of looked at both of us like we were trash. Like, this weird look. I was like, what the fuck? And I said... Did you need something? And that like threw them all the way off. And this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. These people in this neighborhood aren't ready, aren't, aren't used to being checked. No, they're, they're used to just being shit and nobody says anything. Yeah, they're used to just being able to do what they want and nobody say right. anything. And they go, oh no. And I go, okay, well, you're looking over here a little hot. I just didn't know if you needed something. And they're like, no, 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 we don't need it. And they just walked away real quick. I'm like, you fucking assholes. Look at me again. I fucking slit your throat. Oh, fucking, what's up? You know? Like, Jesus Christ. You dude. walk over them like fucking Ray Liotta and Goodfellas where he takes the gun in the hand and just beats the shit out of them with the, with the butt of a gun. Honestly, it would probably do him some good. I'm going to be But in I'm your ca- But in your case, you're going to walk over them with a PlayStation controller and just beat the That's shit right. out of them. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's just... Then you, hand, you, know, I, then you hand the controller to Colin and go put that somewhere. <laughs> yeah. He's all wiping it off. Um, I, um, I can't play. I can't play I my do, game now. It's all sticky. I do meet some nice people here, too. They're not all horrible people, of course. And not everybody in the poor neighborhoods is nice either. But um, I just noticed it's that privileged kind of attitude that like – and I was talking to my wife about it. And I said, you know, I think when you grow up poor, you just appreciate shit different. And if you were raised correctly, you don't treat others like shit for the most part. Yeah. You know, you actually give a fuck 
if somebody is in trouble or if somebody's doing this or whatever, or you, when you say, Hey, good morning, you generally mean good morning. <laughs> like, <laughs> good morning. How you doing? You know, and I've, I've had so many people like I can tell they're looking at me and I'll look over at them and they'll go, hey, good morning. But like through the teeth thing. Yeah. And then, um, people do that. <laughs> they call it the white people smile where they kind of purse their lips and just go hmm, mm, like that. Yeah. And I go, Oh, that's what that is. I was like, ew, that looks gross. <laughs> so everybody do that. I, I thought I kind of did that. But then now that I've seen it, I'm like, I don't do that. Hmm. Mine's just a half smile and a head nod. Yeah. You know, theirs is like, I'm, hmm. I'm like oh, what's wrong with you people? <laughs> this privilege. And it's not just the white folk. You know, the other, everyone is equally represented as being a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. I think it's just money. <laughs> yeah, the, today, uh, today, everybody was out to piss me off. Like, and I only left to go to the market because, you know. I was too, and I didn't even talk to you. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and I, so I go over to the bus stop, and I'm waiting there, and then I'm the only one standing there. And then, of course, as the bus comes, you know, all these, and it's particularly Mexican women. They all come running up out of nowhere and literally shoved me out of the way to get into the bus. Yo, especially them, them uh. The Mexican old ladies, they don't give a fuck, oh, yeah. dude. They'll toss you on the street. The, these ones here were probably about the same age as I was. And the, literally, the lady stepped on my foot to get right in front of me because I was waiting for the door to open. And she comes running and shoves me out of the way. So I kicked my foot up because I was about to get in there. And she trips over. And then she <laughs> looks at me. And I look at her and I go, maybe you should watch where you're going before you jump on the bus. You can trip over something. And then she just kind of <laughs> looked at me. And it's then like, she, oh fuck! I fuck with someone. Right <laughs> the one. And then, and so I was like so annoyed, but I was like, oh, this lady looked legit scared. Uh, there was a couple of other younger cats that were looking at. They were they were laughing, and uh, but when I got into the bus, I watched. She like walked over and sat down, and she was looking at me, and I just stared at her as I got into the bus, and then sat down in my chair and just like what, and just like stared at her, but made her so fucking uncomfortable. She literally got Good. off on the next stop. I was like, oh, fuck you, bitch. And then I get into the supermarket. Every aisle I'm in is completely empty. The minute I stop somewhere, out of nowhere, fucking people just like run up and like literally block me in. And I'm looking around. I'm like going, seriously? Like I had to tell this one dude that was standing there, blocked his cart right in front of me, like literally uh, parallel to the aisle. So he's blocking the whole thing. And he's turned around looking at the shelf opposite where his cart is. And then I'm like, uh, and then I just looked and I go, are you fucking serious? And the guy looks at me and goes, excuse me. I go, you're blocking the whole car. I go, you're blocking the whole aisle. Um, and then he's like, well, I just need something. And I just like shove his cart off to the side and walk right past him. I'm like going, Jesus, every aisle I was in was empty. And then suddenly the minute I snapped, stepped in there, every fucking person came in and just like hovered around where I was. I'm like, aren't we in like a pandemic? Like, shouldn't we be giving people like six fucking feet? Nobody cares. Like, Jesus no one has Christ. ever cared about the six foot rule and, unless there's tape on the floor. Yeah, and then it was like, and then every time I got on the bus, on and off, I had the 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 bus is pretty much mostly empty. Right, either in front of me or back of me, some homeless dude has to sit there and is the one that's just talking. And I'm just like going, oh my god! Like literally, is am I not supposed to have gone out today? <laughs> because if I wasn't, there should have been a sign beforehand, like, hey, you know what? You don't need to go out today. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, what the fuck, dude? And it was just like, and then when I got home, I'm just like, dude, I was like, you know, it's like going, yeah, you know, it's like, 
every fucking dumbass person is out there right now. I'm like going, you know what? Okay, I'm for Sundays, I'm just going to stop going to the store. I'm going to go during the weekday. I go, fuck this Sunday bullshit because this is fucking annoying. Yeah, we went, we went shopping this weekend too. It really actually wasn't as bad as it usually is. Um, but, you know, you have some winners in there. I had one where I was backing up and I'm backing up slowly in my minivan. You can see me. And of course, someone's coming and I'm like, oh, they'll stop. No, nope, they decide to speed up, almost get hit and then honk at me. Right. Because um, you're the asshole. So, so I just stopped and waited till they moved and they're like flipping me off. And I'm like, OK, um, I went and got my brakes done. Like I got a new fucking whip, to be honest with you. I didn't realize those brakes were that bad. Um, it cost me enough. It should feel like a fucking new car. <laughs> um and there was a guy there and the the brakes place is like it's one of the rare businesses in Arizona that requires you to wear a mask um which is fine i always have one in my back pocket so i i threw a mask on and i'm in there and this one guy he put a mask on but he had to make sure it was well known that this was an inconvenience <laughs> for him and he goes he goes, fine, I'll put a mask. He's doing something like a child would do. Right. Like, I'll put, and they even gave him a mask because he didn't have one. So they, they gave it to him. And he's like, fine, I'll put a mask on. Even though the government isn't forcing me to do so, I'll do so in your store. And the guy, the the reason it wasn't that big of a deal because the guy working at the Briggs place was like, he's a working class. He's like, yeah, cool, man. And he just walks away. Like, he's like, I don't fucking care <laughs> about you. Yeah, right. So he keeps mumbling about it. And he's telling his little girlfriend and she's kind of like, OK, you know, because she walked in with a mask. Like she don't mm -hmm. fucking care. And um, because, I you know, both, it's such a huge deal to wear, a, you know, to wear a mask. Yeah, like it's a big deal. So I'm standing there and he we made eye contact by accident. <laughs> and um, he goes, can you believe this? The masks, you know, and I go and I go, I know, right? I love masks. I'm so happy they're forcing us to make, wear them. And he goes, what? And then the, then the people came out. <laughs> so we didn't finish the conversation. <laughs> but I was like, who fucking cares, bro? You just, I handed the, the dude. And oh, and then the guy who helped me, he was like, oh, you know, that accent, you know, you're from, you're from Boston, obviously. He said, obviously, because I had I had my uh, my Red Sox cap on. And before I could answer I had, that same Red, guy, you had your huh? Red, you had your Red Sox cap on. You had your bottle of uh, your bottle of duels right there. That's you know, right. <laughs> there was a leprechaun next to me. All kinds of shit. Um, <laughs> and you had a full, uh, 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 you had a fork full of a uh, corned beef and cabbage. You know, you that's just... right. The entire cast of the Departed was behind me. <laughs> Mark um, Wahlberg was sitting next to you. But before I could acknowledge what the guy said, because I could tell he had an accent too, not not a um, it was from Massachusetts, but not not the city, like outside the city. <laughs> were you gonna um, have that? I, were you gonna have that moment between Leo and Mark Wahlberg? Where <laughs> pretty like, <laughs> much, yeah. But he wasn't trying to fake my accent. That's the difference. <laughs> um, and before I could answer, that same guy with the mask was like, "Yeah, like you're from New York or something." And I go, <laughs> uh, "I've never met a New Yorker that wears a Red Sox hat." <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And he goes, oh, I didn't notice the hat. I just assumed you were from New York. And I go, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then we just stopped talking. Like, shut the fuck up. Dude, no one likes you. What, what would have been a perfect thing is if you and the guy just look at him for a second, just stare, 
and then go right back to your conversation like that's that. basically what we did i just added a cool like it just looked away but that guy the guy the clerk was from salem mm. yeah, burn like, any oh, witches lately <laughs> huh burn any witches lately? yeah right i said oh we used to go to uh we used to go to go to Salem for Halloween because that was the place to go in Massachusetts. Yeah. They because they, they do the whole town up, you know. They're only, they're only known for one thing, <laughs> yeah. you know. So <laughs> they kind of doll it up. But he he had a it's a it's very slight accent. It's more like Vermont than anything else. If that makes any sense, it's not like mine. Um, but oh yeah, I, I'm from Salem. Oh, you're a pussy. Nice, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Um, because he's like, oh, I'm from Salem, and I go, oh, cool, man. Yeah, I can hear a little bit of the accent. And he goes, yeah, where exactly are you from? Obviously, the city. And I said, Southie. And he goes, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's always the reaction I get from other people from Massachusetts. Oh, <laughs> did you like, suddenly get, did you suddenly get that twelve foot dif- distance between you and him? Yeah. <laughs> it's a pandemic. I'm gonna be so no, it's always it's he's always that his, like he's checking for his watch and his wallet on him, making sure they're all still on him. You know what it is too, and it's so sad because the townies, the ones outside of the main structure of Boston, right? They they always think like, oh, the city people are dangerous or something like that when they live in the because Massachusetts has a lot of small towns. You know, they're just not in Boston; they're outside. Yeah, I've, and, I've actually um, I've actually heard of a lot of towns. In Massachusetts, small towns in Massachusetts, because I watch uh, usually I watch City Confidential, which is one of those like murder mystery shows where they give you like the whole history of the town. There's a lot of a lot of murders in Massachusetts. Well, you know, we don't discuss it, but um, (laughs) we don't discuss it with outsiders. (laughs) They always just assume they're even worse than everyone. All of you people out here (laughs) is they think that, oh, he's from Southie. He's probably murdered three people before (laughs) breakfast, you know, but he kind of did that. It's the same thing. It's almost like. His brain's recalculating murdered, the conversation. I murdered like, two people. It's been a slow morning. <laughs> he's like, like he's like, I want to make sure I don't say anything out of turn. <laughs> but we were cool. We talked to obviously talked about the Red Sox losing the fucking fucking playoffs, and then uh, it was funny because um, he goes, "Oh yeah, I'm from Salem." I was like, "Oh cool," and that same fucking guy, he had to get the last word because he's on his way out, and he goes. He goes, how could you be from Massachusetts if you don't sound like him? And his girlfriend's like, can we just go? (laughs) (laughs) I felt bad for her. She's a victim. (laughs) And what was he driving? A pickup truck. Of course he was. Ford F-150. You should have asked her, excuse me, ma'am, are you being held against your will? (laughs) Blink twice twice if you're being held against (laughs) your will. (laughs) Not only that, it's 8 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. (laughs) I don't, please leave me alone. It, 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 me and that guy had the same same attitude. The clerk was like, "It's it's early, bro. Come this, on." This girl came into the store and she was buying um, what the hell was she buying? Um, oh, she was buying one of the expansions for set, the Settlers of Catan. And she comes in, she goes, "I would like to buy this." And then the way she said it sounded weird. Me and uh, me and this other guy, we looked up and we're like, "Okay." And then I go. Blink twice if you're being held against your. She was by herself, and she and she starts laughing. She's like, "Oh, sorry." She's like, "I'm not." She goes, "I don't usually do well in public." I was like, "Okay." And then and then the guy I'm working with, he goes, "Oh, great!" And you got this guy to help you. He goes, "You're because you're going to be emotionally scarred by the end of this." My wife, my wife has been telling me that um I need to get out more since the pandemic. I've gotten horrible in public, like 
I have the shortest fuse now. And she says that I'm so quick to tell people <laughs> what they should be doing. And and she's like, you need to calm down. Like you need to get out and, and interact with people more. And so, cause we saw two of you her. You should have just told her, you go, you know how I got this way was by <laughs> yeah. being out there and being social. For real. <laughs> so we were, um, we went to a little Mexican spot, get some uh, breakfast. Um, she wanted some meal. I don't remember the name and, uh, I just got breakfast burrito and, uh, she saw two of her friends. It's a teacher at the school she works at and his boyfriend. I've met the teacher. I've never met the boyfriend. So I'm like, okay, we're going to do this whole stop and talk for 10 <laughs> minutes. And I'm just going to stand here, which is what we're doing. And, uh, I pulled my phone out and I was, I was just checking my email and stuff. I got a couple messages you know, I was checking on my car to see if I got text because the the van was at the uh, the shop at the time, and the uh, they're talking about this birthday party they're going to. Now, Steve probably already knows this, but Hispanics don't <laughs> tend to separate parties by theme. Um, like usually, most Caucasian people, if it's a child's birthday party, it's a child's birthday party. It's probably going to last maybe three, four hours. Bunch of kids there. Um, the parents look depressed uh, and just wait until it's over and then they leave. It doesn't matter what the party is at a, at a Hispanic party. There's drinking. Oh, yeah. The adults are drinking. And, and, they, la- it, and they last we, a and long And it's going to be till 3 in the morning. I mean, they, they, <laughs> this, the, this house across the street had a quinceañera last Thursday. It's still going on right now. Like, I mean, that's just. I believe it. Yeah. So my wife is telling me it's going to be late, whatever. Okay, cool. So they're talking about that. <laughs> this is what you should have said. No, you're going to be late. <laughs> They're <laughs> talking about that. And the boyfriend, um, he asked me something. And I go, what was that? And he goes, he goes, oh, I didn't mean to. I'm like, you didn't offend me. I didn't hear you. And he's like, oh. And then he asked me again. I remember. And I answered it. And then um, <laughs> then, then he goes, we're going to see you at the party? Like He's trying to draw me into the conversation, which is not only irrelevant, but not required. I'm not... <laughs> We're talking about something I'm not going to go to. I don't need to add anything to it. It doesn't make any sense. So he goes, we're going to see you at the party, bud. And I go, oh. uh. <laughs> uh, and I go, no. Bud. And he's like, oh, why not? And I'm like, and I go, because I don't go to social events. And my wife goes, no, he doesn't. He doesn't go. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he called me bud in my whole tone. Change. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> but what I'm older than you, bitch. You fucking <laughs> say it again. I jump over this motherfucking fence. Because <laughs> we were um, That's where you go they, where he goes, okay. Or like you're going, bud. And then you get into his face and go, What did you say? I said, I heard what you said. I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, started, it started with him kind of talking shit because um we were inside and they went to eat outside. I don't eat outside. Because it's too bright and I can't see. It's just irritating. Like I can, but it's irritating. I'd rather just be inside. You know, sense of sunlight. I'm, I'm disabled, okay? You're Irish. I mean, come on. That's right. My skin gets all hot. So <laughs> no, um, That's a vampire, dude. <laughs> they, they invited, they said, hey, you should come eat out here. And they were on the phone. My wife had called her to see if she was staying. And she said, oh, no, it's, it's too bright for my husband to stay inside. And I guess the guy was like, what is he, a vampire? Like, just stupid shit. And I just looked up, like, he's got something to say? And my wife's just, no, 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 no. He's, he's not saying anything. 
<laughs> I wasn't actually mad. I was just like, what is he saying? And then um, you get up, you get up and you put your hand under your shirt. <laughs> the kids start right. freaking the guy out. <laughs> we got problems, bro. And then um then we left there and we went to uh Target and um my wife goes, Hey, go ask that go ask that guy where whatever the fuck she was looking for was. And he's down the aisle and I go, Okay. So I just look down the aisle and go, Hey oh man. <laughs> And he kind of looks at me like, what? And I go, where's this and that at? And he goes, um, it's on aisle da-da-da or whatever. And he's like, do you need me to bring you there? He did not look like he wanted to bring me there. <laughs> and I go, no, I'm cool, man. I know where that aisle is. Thanks. <laughs> and then I, I thought we were done. And then my wife goes, why do you talk to everyone like you're going to beat them up? <laughs> and I go, I don't talk to everyone that way. <laughs> Everyone think I'm a I'm the victim. Everyone thinks that I'm this fucking piece of shit. I'm not. I promise. I've been seeing someone about it. <laughs> I'll take him for the cake. All right. No, my wife actually she tells me every once in a while, and Steve already knows my accent can be abrasive, um, especially if I'm irritated. Like if I'm slightly irritated, I come off as like. I'm going to bury you in, under a porch <laughs> or something just when I'm saying, where's the bathroom? Which is usually you know? followed by burying you under the porch. <laughs> my wife my wife said, and it, was, it made me laugh. She goes, it's a combination of two things. One is your accent and your lack of giving a fuck. <laughs> and I go, that's, yeah. Because <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. I don't care what people think. Fuck everybody else, all right? It's like at work. It's me and Steve against the world. But <laughs> it's like it's like at work when somebody says something. You're just we all, when they say something derogatory towards you, you look and go, "That's fair." <laughs> you know. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Like, Steve's the same way too. Oh, yeah. Steve don't give a fuck. He just he's not as vocal when he's out. Yeah. Steve's more like it's not worth it. I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna move away. Me, I'll be like, can you get the fuck out of the way? Thanks. <laughs> Is it, if, if it happens, I, usually if I do that, it I, it does it out of frustration. Like at work, yeah. it's like you know everything that I'm like when you don't have anything in inventory, it comes up as a negative quantity. So corporate office, you have all these in negative quantity. Well, in my position, I can only receive the stuff, enter it into the computer. But the manager, DM, he actually has to commit it. So yesterday we were super busy. So the DM um, said, I'll put, I'll ring up everybody, I'll ring up all the sales and I'll rotate them around and help them and, and rotate to all of you. So we were all out on the floor. Well, he comes later. He's like, you know, we need to really take care of the inventory. I've got a lot of negative items. And then I looked and I'm like, well, yeah, but you're supposed to commit them. I go, this stack is all the stuff that I've entered, but I haven't been able to commit. And then he's like, well, yeah, he goes, but we, he goes, we still have, I go, yeah, but there's still a lot of this that hasn't been committed. I go, you're giving me sass. Yeah. Like what the fuck? And then, and then Kevin comes up and he's like, yeah, he goes, I mean, if you give us permission to commit this stuff, then we won't have this issue. We can get everything in and do it. He goes, but everything's sitting there. And then I was like, you know, 95% of the job is done. It's the 5% that actually has impact on the inventory. So it's, I was like, you know, yeah, it, it basically, sense. just basically like either commit it or don't, but stop bitching at us. Cause it's like, we've got it there, you know? So it's like what I, at moments of frustration, I'll get a little vocal. Um, 
and it won't be at, it won't be out of and that's anger. not even a little vocal you just stood up for yourself yeah, that's what i was telling you yesterday yeah and it was like and for me it's like and when i get and when i get a little vocal it gets a little snarky yeah you know and uh, i think that that's that's what i was trying to say so the difference between steve and i is steve when he's upset he gets condescending <laughs> he talks to people like they're fucking garbage, <laughs> which is worse than what I do. I just get aggressive. Like, what the fuck you say? You know, but he's like, what the fuck did you just say? You know, it makes you feel bad. <laughs> I, did, like, I, I had a question about something the other day and I asked one of the girls that worked there and then she goes, what? I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. And I go, yes, you do. And then she goes, no, I don't go, yes, you do. I go, because you do what I do. Suddenly I get stupid and deaf. I go, so what do you, I go, you know exactly what happened there. What? what? <laughs> uh, um, so have you made your final plans for Thanksgiving? <sighs> it's kind of falling apart, to be honest. So <laughs> we were, well, we were planning on going out. Um, and then my wife's like, well, I don't want to go if we can't get a hotel because there's no room. And I go, uh, it's like a week before Thanksgiving and we're going to L.A. Right. So she was looking up hotel prices, doesn't like them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then her mom was kind of like, didn't want us to come. I forget why. I think she just I think she think it's too it's going to be too crowded. Mm. You know, and I agree with her. Right. And she even said, I don't think your husband's going to be comfortable. And I wouldn't. <laughs> she lives in a really small apartment. You and, guys did um, it before. <laughs> I used to live in that apartment too. That's I don't know idea. how. Because I go a... back, I go back now and I feel like I'm in a shoebox. <laughs> um forget where you came from. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. But, um now now there's talk of using the trip money to just fly them out here. Hmm. Which would be oh shit half the cost at the prices of these fucking hotels. Oh yeah, you know. So I don't know what's happening. I kind of went listen. All I give this is this is what I said. I'm not saying this just because I'm on the podcast. This is literally what I said. I said. All I have to worry about is if I have to hand deliver or ship Steve's Christmas present. <laughs> I don't give a fuck where we go or when we go or if we don't go. As yeah, long that, as you see your mother and I fig, figure out this Christmas gift, that's it. Yeah, because I have a I have a birthday gift for you, so I have to decide whether I got to ship it or do I have to. I'll yeah, probably that's just, what I'll I'm, just probably just mail it to you. We're waiting for the same needle to drop. <laughs> um, it's up in the air because she's had she, her. Well, on Saturdays you can't get a hold of her mother because she's in church all day. Oh right, right, right. And then we've been busy, um, so we just she hasn't had a chance to um. I got, so I bought, okay. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> my wife, my lovely wife, okay. <laughs> she keeps trying to build a cage for her guinea pigs, right? And she's not, she's not a carpenter, but she, she tries. And I, I respect that. I try not to get in the way when she's trying to do a project because it's a creative outlet and it's good. However, she's been wasting a lot of money over the years <laughs> because she'll make stuff and then it doesn't work. So now she's back to zero and she spent a couple hundred dollars already. You know, it's like, I'm going to. Maybe she should just buy a cage. <sighs> this is what I did. I, we were at PetSmart. Okay. Because we, that's where the adoption uh, event was at. Adam got two cats, by the way. Oh, I didn't say that? Yeah, yeah. I got two cats. That's another thing. <laughs> 
We're supposed to get one cat. We get two. I fell in love with this one while I was waiting for the first one. And then I'm like, I fucking jeez. And I go, if I buy this cat, will you shut the fuck up? And well, she's also, like, yes. Also keep like, in mind, because you got, you got kittens, right? We got two kittens. They're both three months. Two boys. I thought one was a girl, but I guess they're both boys. Hey, you're assigning gender roles, dude. Oh, I'm sorry. You can't, you can't do that. Um, That's only for humans. Everything else has a gender. <laughs> uh, but... I think, you know, usually with kittens, it's always kind of good to get them in pairs because then they're less. Well, that's how they were selling it to me, too. And I'm aware of that. But I'm that. Unlike children. <laughs> kids, right. Uh, uh, I'm are... always that guy that's like, how much is this going to cost me? Like, that's that's like, what's the bottom line? Here? <laughs> you know, then we can talk about other things. It's 175 per cat. Now, it's worth it because the cats are chipped. Right. They're sp- neutered. Um, and. They have all the shots that a three-month-old can get. Right. You know, so, you know, well-taken-care-of-healthy-looking cats at a no-kill shelter. So, you know, everybody's doting over them, you know. So that's fine. I did, The cost wasn't – it wasn't like they were ripping me off. But I now I got to pay 175 twice. So I'm like, all right, you, you guys are going to have to tell me why this is worth my while. And the, the people there were like, you know, it is best to get two, especially if there's a dog in the house. Yeah. And I go, why does that matter? And they're like, just there's something that's like them. And I'm like – a little racist, but okay. Um, so whatever, my wife. Calm, my because, wife goes, because the dog also feels like it's outnumbered, so it tends to back off. That's true. That's true. So she first, we'll we'll tell the cat story real quick, and then I'll go back to the guinea pigs. My wife loves pets, by the way. If you haven't <laughs> fucking figured it out, um, we got a camel this morning. <laughs> that's it. I'll get a camel. I'll, I'll walk that shit to work. Um, Prince Ali, <laughs> for real, bro. <laughs> um, let me find Princess Jasmine real quick. There you yeah, go. Feel me. Um, what the fuck was I talking about? Oh yeah. So we pick. We we the original intention was to get a black cat, um, because my daughter thinks black cats are cute and they like hocus pocus um so of course uh my kids ask me first they go dad are do you think black cats are bad luck and i go no you're bad like, luck. And they go you don't think they're like evil or anything right and i go no why would i think that and they go well you know you're irish and i go first of all <laughs> racist i go that's a self-report from all of you okay you're fucking racist and you're racist against yourselves all right and and they go so no one in our family's afraid of black i'm like oh no your your great-grandmother hated cats i think my mom hates them too <laughs> windows to hell or something like that i go no i i think black cats are fine they, they they're just cats it's different no different i said all cats are a little creepy that's what i said so that's fair. Anyway, we, we go there. We go there to get a black cat. So then she falls in love with this other cat, and it's white with black spots. And she goes, "Look, one of its spots looks like a heart." Ugh. I'm like, "Jesus Christ!" I said, and the ladies looked at me funny because just out of habit, I go, "Just ring it up," and they're like, "What?" I go, "I mean, we'll take this one too." <laughs> You grab so the cat and look for the scanner. Where do I scan this thing? Right. <laughs> Give a self so checkout. They, they had us fill out this long ass adoption form, which is fine. It has a lot of like weeding out the crazy people questions on it. 
but they they asked them in kind of a weird way. So my wife needed my help. I was like, what do they mean? And I was like, this and that and the other thing. My wife's I just English is to, second language. I just use them to lure kids into the house. That's all I do. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, will you ever like, um, like like oh, what would you do if you don't want the cat anymore? You know, they want to know what you're gonna like. Are you just gonna do? And I guess the lady told me somebody put on just leave it outside. <laughs> what Jesus the fuck? God. Self report. <laughs> uh, so anyway, they're doing the paperwork because they had to see if we're quote unquote approved. Basically, you're not a piece of shit on your form. And we go over to the guinea pig section. I go, look at this. I was looking at this online. And she goes, what? I said, this is a full cage. It's got everything. It's got a built-in house because they, they, guinea pigs like to hide and shit. Mm-hmm. Easy to clean. Full cage. So we don't have to worry about them jumping out. And it's a modular system. So later you can buy like an extra room and connect it on top. They can if we better, feel they can live better than we do. <laughs> that's right. I said, so we can get this one. She goes, well, let's get all that now. I said, no, 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 no. Get this one. Cause it's like $120. It wasn't a cheap cage. Yeah. As we get this one. And then if we feel they need more space later, we can get the modular one. I know three places that sell them online. So if they're not here, we can get it. Okay, if you think so. my wife never can give me the fucking win, Adam, you know it's like Adam, you know. we need to get the hot tub module. They look like they right. really need to relax. So she she's swearing up and down and knocking me off space. Like, how about this? We'll buy two of them, okay? And if we don't need the second one, we'll return it. I already knew we were going to return it. She's just being a pain in the ass. So we just put together the cage, very nice, very sturdy, you know, good size. And she goes. I don't think we need the second one. And I go, you think? Um, she goes, but I would like to get the extra room. I said, that's fine. Now you can return that one that I didn't let you open and um, spend half the money you get back for the extra room. And then the rest of the money you get, you can spend that on cat food because we didn't pick up any cat food because they gave us a small bag of it. Mm. Okay? And she's like, did you plan this whole thing, <laughs> including the return? I'm like, yep. Jedi because mind I know tricked how you your are. ass. I Jedi mind tricked your ass. For real. I watch, I'm watching the Star Wars movie. I know what's up. Okay. <laughs> you will return this. <laughs> like, huh? Um, but yeah, so there's a lot of pets in here. I mean, we have two cats, a dog, a tortoise, which doesn't really count. Tortoises are just, really, really low maintenance. They don't do anything. You throw some fucking lettuce in it. You barely have to clean off the cage. You like clean it like once every two months. Yeah. Um, and the tortoise and then, is going, I live in this shit. Like I live in this filth. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, well, we buy, it's the reason why we don't have to clean it out much is we buy dirt that has, um, it's like, what, what do we buy? It's this kind of bug that lives in the dirt and it will eat its, um, it's eat its shit. And piss. Damn. And then it's ex- and then the bug's excrement is nutrients for the dirt. So there's this whole ecosystem in there. Wow. I was talking to the guy. I said, what do I need to do so I don't have to fucking worry about the screensaver pet? Because it's just in a cage. Nobody cares. <laughs> the screensaver pet. <laughs> it's just there for looks, okay? The guinea pigs are all set up. It's all good. My dog is jealous as fuck. The right. cat's. Um, if you even look at the cats, it will start whimpering and jumping up at you. Yeah. Ro- River does the same thing. Even now, even though we've had River for about nine years and, uh, Rose was here longer than, than, than her and Oliver has been here about three or going to be four years. Um, if I'm petting Rose, 
river just like just comes up and starts like trying to get in there. I'm like, I'm like, kick back. I go, you sleep with me at night. Rose sleeps out here. I go, she needs to. Although now Rose is like fucking scaring the shit out of me. I'll be asleep and all of a sudden I feel something on my on my um, cheek and I look back and she's looking in her eyes and she's like, meow. And then she wants to get into the blanket and then she sleeps sleeps next to me. Oliver it doesn't give a fuck. fuck. Oliver don't I think give it's a, a fuck. fucking chupacabra or something. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, I know. One time I smacked her in the face because I was—I guess I was dreaming—and then all of a sudden I felt that, and I—and then she just looks at me. I'm like, I go, what the fuck? It's like four in the morning. I get, get in here, and then she comes in like all kind of like sketchy, like, oh, are you, you gonna hit me again? And, I uh, went. And Oliver don't give a fuck. He sleeps on Rivers' bag of treats. I let the pets in during the day, but I close my door when I go to bed. But the difference between me and you, there's other, they sleep with other people. I just yeah. don't, I don't want animals sleeping with it. It makes me wake up. Yeah. Cause they'll move and I'll wake up and shit like that. And it's just annoying, especially my goofy ass dog. Cause it always wants to be in between my legs. Uh, so if I move my legs, it gets all irritated with me. Yeah. And does that thing that dogs do where they like flop down really hard. Yeah. I'm like, fuck off. They flop down and then they do this. <sighs> <laughs> my wife told me one time aggressive because like, <laughs> i'm a pretty heavy sleeper my wife told me one time the dog was like you know my dog is a typical thing a dog does she does it every day when she comes she, my dog will lay on the bed while i'm working mm-hmm. and she digs at my blanket because she's fluffing it up yeah. you know well if she, she was doing that one night by my feet and i kicked the fuck <laughs> like i didn't <laughs> kick the dog but i pushed her off the bed right. <laughs> and it was aggressive enough where she didn't land on her feet oh and I felt bad. I was like, well, she goes, do you feel I'm like, I mean, I feel a little bad. I was asleep. What do you want from me? You know? And, um, so I just shut the door. It's just easier that way. And my stupid dog, if the door is open, she will shit in my closet. Oh, geez. Um, I don't know why it's every, fu- it doesn't, we take her out. She doesn't have accidents in the house during the day, but at night, if she has to go to the bathroom, she ain't holding it. Wow. Only for shit though. She won't piss in the house. Oh, that's good. Fucking really uh, weird. Yeah, because uh, I early, early, early on, I I uh, taught River that she can't sleep between my legs. She has her spots. She and it's on the side of the bed, like it's because I have just my pillows. So there's like a little there's a gap on either side of my bed. So she'll sleep there, but she doesn't toss and turn very much unless it's really hot. But usually yeah. she just kind of lays there. She'll bump up to me if she's getting cold. I have, I always have an extra blanket on my bed, so I put that on her, and you know, I kind of, it's like tucking her in, and then she gives me that look of like, like she's smi- like she's smiling, saying thank you, and then she just sleeps there the entire morning, entire night, um, and then um, Rose will usually Rose sleeps out here, but I don't know lately she's been wanting to sleep in my bed, and like I said, Oliver just sleeps on River's bag of treats. She's he's like fuck him. <laughs> so he just lays on there like this is comfortable. Right. Um, but yeah, so, and, and then I have a, and River usually holds it in until I get up. When I get up in the morning, she runs off, um, she'll run off and I have, um, in my, in that spare room, I have some, uh, doggy pads. So she'll use those. She doesn't usually like to go outside. I don't know why she's never been like that. So, but she uses the dog pads. So we're usually, she's, it's like, well, that's oh. okay. <laughs> so I, I forgot to tell you, I was being a sap at the fucking the pet adoption thing. Mm. So I, I almost told my wife, fuck these two kittens. Cause there was this cat there. So the lady goes, you know, we have a lot of kittens here, but we do have a 12 year old cat. She's blind. Aww. 
but we're trying to get her adopted today. And I said, we should get that one instead. She goes, why? And I go, ain't no one going to fucking adopt a crippled cat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we should be the ones that do it. And she goes, I don't mind that she's blind. It's just that she's kind of old and our kids, I would want something to, you know, to live with the kids, you know, while they're growing up. I go, yeah, that makes sense. She's like, unless you want a third guy, I think it's the fuck out of my face. Like, <laughs> so I was kind of keeping my eye on that cat. I, I think I, I think honestly, I probably would have grabbed it, dude. Yeah. Because I felt bad for it, and it seemed like a chill cat. I mean, cats don't use their eyes as much as their nose. I don't, I don't think it's that big of a deal if they're blind. But um, hell, my cats see, and they still run into shit, and do <laughs> stupid stuff. So, but some uh, an older an older guy came in, and he had like a cane. Mm-hmm. But he was probably like maybe early fifties, you know, and he picked it up. Oh, good. I was like, all right, cool, you know. And yes. they and they were like, oh my god, he's gonna adopt the blind cat, and oh, he's such an angel. I said, fuck you, I'm getting these two too. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, whatever. No <laughs> <laughs> one gives a fuck about you. He's like, all right. I had to get out of there though because they it was such a small space, and there were so many people, and everyone's like shuffling around. I was like, I can't stay in here, baby. This is fucking. I'm be. I'm taking up too much space for one. Yes, you know, I and people this. kept bumping into me. I saw this. Um, I follow this. Uh, best friends on on Facebook, and um, uh, they were they showed this dog who, um, was found running around, and he got hit by a car, and they found him in the in a ditch, and his leg was so badly injured they had to amputate his leg. So he was just a. Uh, um, it was his one of his front legs, and uh, he was in there for he was in a, a no kill shelter for a little while, and then he finally got adopted by an ex military who lost his leg in the war, and they mm-hmm. and they showed them both walking off together, and I was like, oh, that's cool, like you know, it's like stuff like, like what that. the fuck are you crying, yeah. fuck you? I'm not <laughs> crying, you're crying. That's <laughs> <laughs> dope. They had a couple dogs there uh, being obnoxious as dogs are. As dogs do, yeah. <laughs> For some reason, some in their infinite wisdom, some dumbasses in the very front by the door, the cage that was there, they decided to put the chihuahuas. <laughs> so every time someone walked in, rah, 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 yeah. I was like, put these bitches in the back. That's the one thing I'm glad about River because, you know, she's a chihuahua terrier mix and she doesn't bark that much. Lately, that she's, terrier calmed down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but... You know, we have stray cats that walk that go across our backyard, and since I have one of the back windows open, you hear them. She, ever since Banner passed, she she's been more alert, and like she'll hear something and she'll start barking, and I have to keep telling her, "Knock it off! It's just cats in there." But um. So. Oh, and then the last thing I I got very eventful weekend. <laughs> um, my wife has always wanted an air fryer, <laughs> so I told her I'll get you an air fryer. So being me, I got her the Ninja 10-quart, two-basket, six-in-one fucking air fryer. This motherfucker, you can cook two full chickens at the same time. Jesus. We out here, bro. <laughs> and it, it air fries, it dehydrates, it roasts, it bakes, it slices, it dices. <laughs> Can cut a, cool. can cut an aluminum can <laughs> for real, and it's 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 a big motherfucker. Like we had to, the I have like an electric water kettle and a toaster. We had to take that out of its section, and then so we could just fit that machine, mm. and then put those somewhere else. But um, yeah, it's gonna be cool. 
my wife says it's more for me anyway because it's just an easy way to make food. <laughs> and I go, I mean, I'm going to use this bitch. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> and it's – um, she wanted an air fryer because it's healthier. You know, you fry food with air, not yeah. oil. You know, and then all the all the a lot of the fat will drip off and shit. But I'm uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to uh, get. I just I just want to buy two chickens. Gonna, I want to cook can, two chickens. You're gonna be you're gonna be one of those bougie people now that you have an air fryer. You're gonna look down on everyone that does it. <laughs> I already do. It smells like fucking broken here. Okay. Oh, and my phone comes on Tuesday. Oh yeah. And um, so I got the uh the iPhone Pro Max 13. No big deal. You know, just no big deal. And uh, <laughs> I told my friend, because all my friends, including Steve, <laughs> have an iPhone, except for one guy who Isn't just it, got it, the new Pixel. <laughs> of course And he, he he's, uh, he's Google everything. He's got their, their home stuff, cameras, all that stuff. And that's fine. Nobody cares, you know. So I, t- I told my other friend, I go, look, when I get that iPhone... Soon as I get in the Discord chat, it smells like fucking broken here. <laughs> and he's gonna know exactly. Like, oh my god! And then everyone told me you can't be in the group chats because uh, you fuck them up. And he's like, whatever. I don't want to be in your whack ass group chat. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's my life. You know, that's yeah. that's what we're doing. That's what we're, that's what you're doing over there. That's right. <laughs> well, were we supposed to talk about something? We just kind of ra- rambled on. That's what we always do. We always ramble right. on. Um, I was going to say, oh, oh yeah. We saw, I, we well, saw Shang-Chi. Yeah, we saw Shang-Chi finally on the... Uh, or Shang-Chi. He even teaches you how to pronounce it in the movie. Yeah, Because, yeah. what was his name? Sean? And then yeah. Aquafina kept going, Shang-Chi? And she's like, no, Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked it. I thought it was really cool. It it felt really grounded, like especially like the first. I think the, the first two thirds of the movie felt really grounded. Then when we got in, obviously when you get into the big finale, it's it's, you know, dragons and and all that stuff. But still, it felt really within the, uh, within the, uh, you know, the the Chinese mythos and stuff like that. You know, with dragons one of the, and stuff. One of the best villains I've seen in a long time. Because he he wasn't you're kind of the whole time you're like do I hate this guy or do I not yeah like it's I'm not gonna ruin it you know because it just came out but you he's a very deep character very complex you know and I like that because Marvel's been doing that um, lately where they're trying to give a lot more depth to the because well, and it, it's not just Marvel but it, uh, in back in the day just villains were very one dimensional yeah. everywhere especially you know, with like I, it was pretty much the 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 creation of uh, when they did uh, Black Panther, when yeah. they, when they kind of fleshed out Michael B. Jordan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind. Of, it's very similar. To yeah, that. and then it, it just all the villains kind of after that had a deep motivation, and it was and you know where you're like going, oh, okay, so these guys aren't bad to just being bad. Even Thanos, you know, wasn't yeah. bad just to be bad. Yo, those fight scenes, dude. Oh, my God. Dude, <laughs> Hong Kong style wire work fit perfectly in Marvel. Yeah, that bus it was fight so scene. Good. That bus fight scene was fucking slick. Like, yeah, I, you know, just watching all that and stuff like that. And that dude, like, yo, I took a, I took, ele- I took a karate in elementary school, so I have enough background to tell you what's going on. Some random motherfuckers, <laughs> shut the fuck up. I was like, but man. you know what's funny is it, that was that was so true because there's so many people that do that. Oh yeah, like oh I know I know exactly what they're doing. Just, I watched one movie one time. <laughs> 
Um, it's like those sling TV commercials, like somebody needs. No, I, oh yeah, I I I have I've watched a lot of uh, TV. Uh, uh, the one with the Harrison Ford where he's trying to land the plane as the president. Yeah, I've watched that movie. I, I should be able to land the plane. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I really like this movie. It brought up conversations too because a lot of people were saying, um, <laughs> well, fucking Steve was joking around about the Eternals movie. It's like they don't like it. it's not woke enough, and um, <laughs> no, it's too woke. It was it, too woke, yeah. And I was kind of, and I was kind of like, well, Shang Chi did really well, <laughs> but I was reading an article, and this is this person's opinion. I haven't looked too far into it because honestly, I don't, I don't care about every single thing that happens. <laughs> I, I just don't. I'm sorry. Um, but they said that Shang Chi did fine because it was about one culture. <laughs> yeah. So says the person, <laughs> and that there were too much diversity in the Eternals and I'm like and some and I was talking to a friend about it and he goes well what do you think I'm like well, I, I don't think anything I haven't seen the movie you know I, I have no idea right. I, but from what I'm seeing from the critics first of all it's got a if we look at Rotten Tomatoes Rotten Tomatoes has got like what 40 something percent from critics but it's got 80 percent from audiences so obviously who cares yeah the audiences are liking it the critics from the most part are saying it's just two things that I saw one is it just has bad dialogue. Dialogue's choppy and the movie's very clunky. That's what people were saying. And two, um, they don't know who the Eternals are and they it's like they feel like all this shit has already happened in the Marvel Universe and now there's these ancient beings that we're supposed to care about. Which sounds like people who don't read comic books, so they don't really and and or didn't watch that one trailer that explains why they didn't get involved when Thanos right, does it. Right. And I I fully understand that like, oh, they didn't read comic books, but I I can't really hold that against them because Marvel's going for the general audience. You know what I mean? So if they have that feeling, then maybe they it was something was missed or whatever. Um But like I said, I haven't seen the movie, so I have no idea. So I don't know. I'll watch it. First of all, you put Salma Hayek in a movie, I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> That's number one. Um but it looks cool. I don't, but I don't know. I Steve agreed with me too. I didn't know who the Eternals were until they started promoting the movie. Yeah, like I feel like I read this somewhere too, and I feel it is true. Marvel's not making bad movies, um, but they're starting to like kind of run out of A tier heroes, you know? Because we're pulling even Shang Chi. Shang Chi wasn't a big. Um, character, but neither was Iron Man. I mean, we with with respect. Well, remember, you know? remember when they did that? Everybody kept clowning on them because, oh well, Marvel doesn't have the Fantastic Four. They don't have Spider Man. They don't have you know Hulk. They don't yeah. have the big stars, and they're turned with these second tier stars. And they created a whole you know franchise out of those yeah the, second tier stars. Because actually, I'm fucking now that I'm thinking about it, the only top tier one from the movie is probably Captain America. Yeah. Um, the other ones like Thor, they weren't huge, you know. Yeah, they were in the Avengers, but if you read some of those old Avengers book, Thor was there to say something fucking old English every once in a while and throw his hammer around. He wasn't right. doing much right. story wise. Um, we were talking about the Hulk, and I said I miss the dumb Hulk. <laughs> I feel <laughs> Steve. I don't think Steve agreed with me because <laughs> he's being kind of short with me, but I was like, 
um, during the funeral scene in Endgame. Oh, I was falling they asleep. Should've... That's why I was. Oh, I was like, they should have put a, a tombstone for and said "Dumb Hulk," and then I said, <laughs> and then played that Paul Walker song. It's been a long day. <laughs> You, my oh, speaking of which, did you see the um, that little teaser for She-Hulk? I did see it. Yeah, uh, that looks interesting. That looks interesting. I like. Uh, they announced a bunch of shit, dude. Oh, fucking um, X Men '97. What the fuck? <laughs> they didn't even say anything about it. Just the title had me immediately, mm-hmm. immediately when I read it. The theme song to the cartoon played in my head. <laughs> so I was like, oh shit. I used to love that card. That's the only reason I know anything about the X-Men is because of that cartoon because I never read the books. Yeah. yeah, I'm really curious to see how she – I love the little – at the end of the She-Hulk teaser, I love the little homage to the original uh, the mm-hmm. original Incredible Hulk where where her and um, and a Ruffalo are standing in the same poses that they did from the 70s yeah, show. Yeah, I saw that. I was like oh, – They were talking about that on IGN too. Yeah, I was like I, I really like that. Don't make me angry. No, I was I was excited about some of the shows coming out, but it also made me realize that ninety the nineties was peak comic book um cartoons. Yeah. Because even Marvel Marvel's cartoons were fucking dope. Like the Spider Man cartoons, the yeah. X Men cartoons, DC had the whole fucking cartoon universe. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, it was fucking oh so it was just to be a kid in the nineties, man. <laughs> now these cartoons are whack. And then you ha- and then uh the Obi Wan Kenobi series little Behind yeah. the thing on that, I'm I, I was like going the I was like going oh so there's gonna be a new battle between Vader and Obi Wan huh? I go that should be fucking sick. Hello there. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to find out how, because isn't he dead? Or I, what time period are this we is, in? This is this is taking place after after Revenge of the Sith. So he's Vader. Oh okay. Yeah. Star Wars sometimes can get confusing. Everything's told out of sequence. <laughs> It's like watching it's, a Tarantino movie. <laughs> yeah, for real. It's a lot like a comic book, actually, because yeah. you're getting pieces of it. You know, we actually we haven't watched. Um, you know, I was watching the movies with my son. Right. We we finished the last movie we watched was Solo. We've just been busy. We haven't watched. Um, we haven't gotten into the because because he was like, well, let's watch this one real quick, and I said, well, we're starting a trilogy. Not only are we starting a trilogy, we're starting the trilogy i don't want to just half-ass watch it let's wait until things calm down and you know we'll actually sit down and watch it in earnest you know and not just like do another shit while it's on right you know we'll do that with the new ones i'm just kidding (laughs) just kidding just kidding um but speaking but speaking of marvel real quick yeah now i don't know if this is real but i saw some of these pictures online of leaked photos that actually confirm Charlie Cox's Matt Murdock and at least Toby Maguire in Far From Home. I did see I did see those pictures as well. So now for if you, for those of you that don't know, there's supposed to be some leaked photos and they actually did scenes other scenes to kind of match showing hey, this is the background, you know, this this is kind of where it's at. And there's one photo that has I guess it's in their dining room where it's it's happy and Aunt May, Peter Parker, and Charlie Cox, who played Matt Murdock in the Daredevil movie, or the De- Daredevil TV show. And they sh- they composited with another shot that showed the same bookcase and all of this back there. And then there was another one that showed Tom Holland in his Spider-Man costume, and a few feet in front of him looked like Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. So 
you know, it's, it's like if that's to be to be believed, you know, I think it's all but confirmed. The other two Spider-Men are in the movie. Yeah, because because you can kind of tell if you pay attention to these things, the denials are corny, like when they deny it. Oh, no. Why would you think that? You know, <laughs> you can kind of tell like um, I think Andrew Garfield is going to be in the flick, too. I think that's the one that's the most out of reach right now. But we've seen him on set and doing if he's he's all of a sudden in the news. He hasn't been in the news at all. Yeah. You know, and um, he just met. There's a photo of him talking with um, Cumberpatch. Mm. They look like they're on the set of something. They're just chit-chatting. Well, they're, what they're... could they possibly be doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, come on, they're all both—they're both British, yes. Right, yeah. But England's a big country, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so it's big enough, anyway. Right. Um. So yeah, I think I think they I think Marvel's about to pull out all the stops and then because I think I think they said the the lizard from Garfield Spider Man supposed to be there. <laughs> um, that the and the same actor supposedly supposed to be reprising his role as as. Yeah, uh, has the 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 lizard in there? So they have like the enemies from everyone coming in there. I feel like they're doing like a um. It's like an Endgame version of Spider Man, like a Flashpoint. Yeah, kind of like, like they're that. they're kind of tying that in together, and I think that's cool. I think it's smart on a Sony side where they're like, look, we have all these cool characters. Why don't we pull some of them in? Um, even just for a movie, I you know, just to kind of tie it all together. I was reading something when um, Marvel decided that they were gonna work or. Marvel and Sony agreed that they were going to work together on the new Spider-Man. And Amy Pascal, who was a producer on the Spider-Man, but she was also like the head of Sony, said she was so angry at Kevin Feige because she, she, she said if she could, she would have kicked him out of her office because he dismissed them doing a third Spider-Man movie. And she goes, and then when they, t- um, he goes, and she goes, I was going to kick him out of my office because his idea for the reboot was so damn good. I wanted to kick him out because I was that pissed off <laughs> that he came up with such a good idea of how they were going to do it. Hey, um, Kevin Feige definitely got the touch. Yeah, his ideas are um are working. I sometimes I feel that it's just people in Hollywood. A lot of them just get so caught up in the mix that they don't know what the general audience wants anymore. And then those people that they say are savants are just regular people. Well, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that when you're dealing with studios, the studios are only concerned about franchises. Oh, we could do this and we can make a lot of money it's doing just this. Money, yeah. they, you know, there's nothing about it, but Feige's like looking at it. I was like, going, well, these characters would be good for this. We can do it this way. Still, you know, staying true to the characters, still kind of creating this. He's doing, I think, what he liked to do, what he'd like to see. And that's where I think the big problem is, is that George Lucas even said that, too. He goes, in the studio system, nobody has passion for anything because it's all a business. He goes, right. same music industry is the same thing. Yeah. Like, you so, know, well, I mean, it doesn't always work out just doing what you want to see um, because it didn't work out for DC for a while. <laughs> I don't um, even know if they know what they want to see. <laughs> Um, but DC's going to come out with a few movies too, so we'll see what they're doing. Um, I did like that last Suicide Squad. That was a good flick. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. It was fun. The, I think it was the, better the, than the first one. The brief, uh, the brief appearance of Calendar Man. Calendar Man showing up. <laughs> and really, the entire DC universe is, is, a, is centered around Calendar Man. Let's keep it real. Uh, <laughs> um we had a conversation. I had a conversation with a friend. Like, which Batman do you think is the toughest 
Batman. And, you know, my friends is like, oh, um, Michael Keaton or a lot of them were saying the um, Christian Bale's Batman. And I go, nah, man, y'all fucking up. The toughest Batman to ever be created was the one from the games. <laughs> <laughs> like he did all that shit in one night. Each game is one night. <laughs> like that's tough, motherfucker. Did he sleep the day before? I don't know. You know, and voiced by Kevin no. Kevin Conway. That's right. And that's the original. Not the original, but the, the one that made sense to me. <laughs> it's so funny when you listen to Kevin Conroy and then immediately after that, go listen to Adam West. And you're like, this is two dramatically different <laughs> characters. <laughs> uh, Oracle. Every time he says in the game, Oracle. I'm like, oh, correct. So um, the last thing, uh, I just wanted to kind of get your thoughts on, on who, who would you root for? So over the weekend in New York, uh, in front of the Fi- Pfizer's headquarters in New York, was an anti-vax protest because, of course, um, so the anti-vaxxers are protesting them, you know, because the the vaccine and all that shit. And then a group of alt-right, unite the right people showed up, and the anti-vaxxers weren't having it. They literally booed them, kicked the alt-right people out of their protest because they wanted nothing to do with the alt-right. Wait a minute. Who? Who? I, I I lost the plot for a second. Who? What group was kicking the alt right people out? The anti vaxxers. The anti vaxxers. Okay. Anti vaxxers started when the alt right people started to join. The unite the right people started to join. The anti vaxxers booted them out. Booed them. Shouted them down. They're trying to down. fucking piggyback off. <laughs> of the well, that's all they've been doing. Every time there's an anti vax movement, there's always the militias are there. You know, it's it's they're they're they're. They're doing that because that's because no one's paying attention. Yeah, anymore. They're, so they're co-opting that that whole thing. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I could kind of root for the anti-vaxxers because they're like going, you guys are one step too far. But at the same time, I'm like, so one is actually a threat to the country. The other one is a threat to human health. And I'm kind of like, who are you root for in this situation? <laughs> like it's. <laughs> You know, it's it's when I turn the TV off. Right. Like it's, it's <laughs> you just like, lost you, you lost control there. You're just like oh, fuck this. I'm turning it off. Fuck this shit. <laughs> See if some cartoons are on or something. Turn on God of War. Just go right. Because honestly, like, and the media is still talking about January 6th. I'm like, guys, just everyone. The problem is, is everybody sits on their hands. Are we going to make the vaccine mandatory or not? Yes or no? Like, what are we doing? Stop. I feel like I'm talking to my kids when when I look at what the government does. And I know it's complicated and well, no, because, you know, because this well, and that, the thing but, is, is they, they did the mandate, but now states are suing against the mandate. Right. So so it's like this country's falling apart because nobody gives a fuck what anybody is talking about. Right. Like everyone's like, I'll just do whatever the fuck I want, which honestly is the most American thing <laughs> I've ever heard. <laughs> this country was started. On the belief of you can't tell me what to do for better or for worse. You know, sometimes it's cool. Sometimes it ain't. And right now it ain't. Right. Especially since the world is moving towards most of the, at least Western societies, moving towards a more unified stance. Like we're all in this together and America's the one going, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and no, it's not just when Trump was about it. It's, they're doing it now too. You know, just not as bad. Um, but 
I think um, this anti-vaccine, even those people aren't getting a lot of attention anymore either. I think just the general population doesn't give a fuck anymore. I think everyone's burned out. Like I've noticed that like not burned out by the pandemic, but just burned out by the arguing. Well, a lot of people have reached this point of like, hey, you know what? You know, when people were, you know, like the the whole uh, Harvey Weinstein thing where everybody's like, why did they have to have sex and why did they just get another job and stuff like that? It's like, yeah, OK, well, if you're going to get fired for getting a vaccine, why don't you just get another job? And then it's kind of like, oh, it changes now. And, and I, I think a lot more people are just. I think more people are just like, you know what? Fuck you. You guys get what you deserve. You don't want to do it, then get another job. You know, there's apparently there's a lot of jobs open. So why don't you go ahead? And, and Dude, everyone is fucking hiring. But here, here's one of the things that I always think that, and John Oliver mentioned this too. He goes, if cops, nurses, firemen, paramedics, all of them don't want to get the vaccine for public safety, they shouldn't be in the public safety sector. Yeah. I, I saw a video of a nurse that said that. Yeah. Nurse said that if you're a nurse and you don't trust the scientific data, that you shouldn't be a nurse. That's right. a fundamental part about being a nurse. And it's true. Yeah. You know, like I am all for people making their own decisions. I am. I, I think that some I think sometimes people get a little too uppity about just shut the fuck up and do what do what I tell you to do. It's, no. But if you're a nurse or you're something like that. And you don't want to play. You don't want to play ball with what's the general consensus. Then I'm sorry, you can't have that job. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like, it, like I've always said, you know, it's like, well, it's my freedom of choice. Yeah, freedom of choice does not free you from consequence. Exactly. You so know? if they, if your, if your um, employer has decided that they don't want to employ you, if this is happening in sports as well, they don't want to employ you um, if you're not vaccinated. No amount of bitching and moaning about it is going to change that. Right. And that's the weird thing is that. We have a country where people say, you know, I have individual freedom. Sure, you do. Also, a capitalist society, companies have freedoms too. <laughs> yeah. whether, they, whether they should or not, they do. You know, so they can go um, – they're doing that to – what is that football? Is it football guy? Aaron Rodgers oh, or yeah, something? Oh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Who lied <laughs> I have 500 pages of research. Shut the fu- – you don't even know what the word research means. You're a fucking football player. It's like you just look some shit up on Google. And that's another thing too that a lot of people don't understand. And I forget what celebrity said this, but they said celebrities and sports people are just as stupid as you. They don't know anything. They are good at throwing balls around or acting in a movie. They're not scientists. Why are you listening to either side? You do your do listen to it's so funny that people will like, wow, we have a health crisis here. Um, I need information. You know, I'm just a normal guy. I need information. Ew, scientists? <laughs> Fuck you. You guys have an agenda. I'm going to go listen to a fucking actor right. from some TV show that I watched. What? I'm gonna, like, this doesn't make any sense. I'm going to listen to Cardi B's um, a- anecdotal evidence as why she's not getting the vaccine because of some cousin, some friend of a cousin who's testicle swelled or whatever yeah you know it's like or and even to go even further i don't on scientific or health matters i don't listen to politicians either i with a grain of salt i'll get information from them but i'm not gonna it's not gospel to me they don't know what the fuck they're talking about and it's proof proof positive of that and i always go back to this when you saw that dumbass who brought the snowball into the fucking (laughs) congress to prove we didn't have global warming 
I mean, or, why are we listening to these people or about science? The whole, or the whole thing of don't look at the sun during the solar eclipse, and Trump goes and looks right up right at the sun during right. the solar eclipse. They're just as stupid as everyone else. Just because you're a politician or just because you're successful doesn't mean you're good at everything. Right. You know, I'm not going to go ask a chef um, how to build a nuclear reactor. It doesn't make any sense. You think Gordon Ramsay's going to help me build a spaceship to the moon? It doesn't make any sense. I don't know why everyone has this mentality. You're going to hear Gordon Ramsay going like, give me the tray of fucking salmon or get the fuck out of here. Maybe Gordon can do it. I don't know. He's he's a little different. Yeah. um, And it's funny because I I noticed that especially – I've always known it to be true. But this pandemic, like we've said, has brought out a lot of ugly that was kind of under the rocks. Right. You know, not only the pandemic, but the Trump administration as well. Just very adversarial kind of groups coming out. And you're just like, how can you how do you not notice how stupid you look? Yeah. Like, why are you listening to Trump? What, because he's president? What does him being president give him any, quote, this back in the day, give him any qualifications on global warming? He doesn't know any two fucking shits about science. Not to mention when it was so cold, he's like, I thought it was supposed to be global warming. Now, if he's going to sit up there and give you and tell you his opinion on the real estate market, okay, maybe that has a little bit more weight because he has experience in that. You know what I mean? But it's like... I don't get it. I just I don't fucking get it. I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. You know, uh, so I continue my I was I had a doctor's appointment. I was talking to my doctor this real quick. And she we I asked her, I said, Hey, am I are we supposed to get booster shots or something for the vaccine? And she goes, Oh yeah, are you vaccinated? And I go, Yeah. She goes, Which one did you get? I said, the Moderna. And she goes And she um, did the sign of the cross. <laughs> Yeah, right. And she goes, um, I asked my wife, get stuff out of the room before I record. Okay. It still sneaks in here to get shit. (laughs) Um, and she goes, yeah, you're supposed to get, um, a booster, you know, just like a normal vaccine. I said, okay, cool. And she goes, I know it can be, you know, the information can be kind of confusing because there's so much conflicting information. And I said, well, yeah, that's why I'm asking you. Hmm. You you are a doctor. I am a mortgage underwriter. You are a doctor. I'm a moron. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I said. I told her flat out. I said, um, you went to medical school. Therefore, you are the authority on if I should get a vaccine or not. And she goes, oh. <laughs> like she hadn't heard it put that way. Like I, I'm not saying blindly. Like if a doctor tells you something fucking crazy, like okay, fine. But when it comes to a medical matter, I mean, you have to at some point in the day, you can't argue with everyone because you're never going to get anything done. You have to trust somebody. When your doctor goes, okay, let me get this headdress and these two life snakes. And I'm going to do this little dance around you. You should protect you for that. You might want to get a second opinion. And then the fucking. It's such a it's such a combination of a bunch of different things. Like also the a lot of people in this country are don't like academics. Like they're they're like it's like that fucking nerd, like that kind of yeah. attitude. You know, and now we don't trust people who are smart. Yeah. You know, but we'll listen to football players because they are they're the talk of the town. They yeah. know what they're talking about on deeply complex scientific matters. Yeah, I plan to um, get my booster shot after Thanksgiving. I'm probably gonna get mine uh, then as well. 
I didn't want to get it right now as I'm running around like a fucking crazy person. Yeah, and same here. And I was like going, well, and because I want to do it to where like I want to have myself coming in late to work so then I can get in in the morning and then have a day off after in case I feel anything. And I guess studies have shown now that you can get either one. Yeah, they you can mix some. Yeah, they said that you can mix because they kept mixing them by accident, probably, and then found out it was still working. Like, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, they said with the boosters, yeah, you can mix them. So I was like, all right, whatever. And so I figured I figured out on my iPhone, by the way, how to get my um vaccinate my digital vaccination card on my phone. I had I just had to. Well, I need I to look at to, that too. I have the paper one, but yeah, I actually you just had to go to the um. I think I found an article about it and it said you can get it uh, digital because I couldn't get it from like Walgreens itself because they say you. Get it from the pharmacy. Um, but then I found an article that said you can actually go to, I think it's the CDC website because I had, my card was from the CDC and it yeah. verified it, gave everything. And then I just put it on my, and it added it to my wallet. So I was like, oh, sweet. So now, because this week they did um, at the mall, because in, in LA they were doing the mandatory vaccination thing. And they said that, you know, they can ask you to prove vaccination. And I was like, well, and I went in through three different exits and I'm like, where the hell is this vaccination thing? And I come to find out that it's in an area that very few people come into. That's where they set it up. And I was because like, most businesses, especially big companies, aren't going to do that yeah. because it hurts their business. They don't fucking care if you're sick. Yeah. And my DM walked in. He goes, oh, they asked me for my vaccination. And I was like, really? And he goes, yeah, he goes, I came in through the, the near the Starbucks entrance. And I was like, oh, because I came in through there, I left out through there, and I went over there, and I didn't see anything on that yeah, side of the wall. It's 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 very obvious that a lot of them make it but very they change, easy but to they avoid. Change, they changed it now. Malls don't have to. Oh, okay. Show it, but other places still do. Oh, because yeah, that's <laughs> also the the inconsistency of these rules are funny to me. Yeah. Like like oh, you have to be um, six feet apart in the line, but when you get inside, <laughs> do whatever you want. Right. Fuck each other for all I care. Yeah, you know, it's like okay. Um yeah, here I've noticed that you have a good people well, I don't know if it's good, but you have a mix of people who have masks on and people who have masks off. But the good thing is is everyone minds their own fucking business now. I think everyone's gotten used to just seeing people with masks on. Yeah. And no one's like looks at you weird or fucking talks shit or anything. It's just everybody just goes about their fucking business. You know, which is what I wanted. <laughs> I just want people to shut the fuck up. Yeah, I've, you know? I've, I've been noticing at the particularly at work, I have um, noticed that I've I think I may have ha only had to tell one or two people about their mask. Like, oh shit, sorry, and then they pull it out of their pocket, put it on. But other than yeah. that, I've never really had to say anything. I've also noticed um, the majority of young people I see do not have masks on. This might be an Arizona thing. No, it's it's uh, it's here too. It's because like, they're young. Weren't they, the, and, weren't they the champions of this? Yeah, they're the young ones. They're like, fuck you. I don't have to do whatever you tell me to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, it's the teenagers. That's they're the ones that are going to kill us all, yeah. which is pretty much every decade. <laughs> it's the young people. <laughs> it's all their fault. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. We've had, we have no ads and we do that so we can remain independent, but we can only do that through your support. So if you want, like to donate to make this podcast and all the other shows on the Lazy Geeks Network self-sustaining, you can do that to, you can go to thelazygeeks.com and click on that fucking donate button. Oh, yeah. If you can't help us out monetarily, which we get, <laughs> you can share the show with your friends. Rate the show on iTunes. Okay. This will give us bigger exposure as all of this helps. Um, yeah, like just review the show on iTunes. It's not hard. Yeah. You know, like five star ratings. 
You can do it while you listen to the show. Yeah, if you and if, if you give us a five star rating and we do it, you get full access to our OnlyFans. Yeah, that's yeah. right. For all the feet pics. <laughs> and uh, you get all my feet pics and you get all the um, beard pics of Adam. <laughs> Show yeah. beard. We're going to get someone who's going to five star and go, where's that OnlyFans link? Watch. <laughs> I'm going to go, oh, shit. <laughs> It'll probably be Almodor. <laughs> uh, you can check out all the other shows available on the Lazy Geeks Network. Uh, there's the Gen Xer podcast where I discuss topics on the world today through the um, through the eyes of the of a Gen Xer. Um, and there's also our Star Trek-centric podcast, The Away Team, where we recap every episode of Star Trek in canonical order. All are available wherever you get this show. And if you want to be a part of the show, uh, hit us up with comments, questions, or ideas for future episodes. Catch us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under at the Lazy Geeks, or email us at um, thegeeks at thelazygeeks.com. Yahoo, you said it right this time. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> all right, so that is it for us this week. Uh, we'll be taking next week off for Thanksgiving holiday. So we'll be back in two weeks. So until then, I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. And we're thinking, so you don't have to. Mm-hmm.